Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Nancy is a show that, to use its own words, offers stories and conversations about the queer experience today. It's hosted by two best friends who identify as Gaysians, Tobin Lowe and Cathy Too. It's warm, funny, frequently moving, and it's a look at people at various stages along the road to accepting who they are and who they want to be, even if that doesn't always square with the expectations of their family or of society at large. Perfect Son is Jason's story. He's a writer whose father's sick and needs a new kidney. My dad, growing up, was always my favorite person. He was an architect and had his own construction company in Korea, and so he would come home with a bag of ice cream, and I would hear his footsteps and the rustling of the plastic bag as he was walking down the hall, and I would get so excited, and I would jump out of the couch and run towards the front door and grab his neck and and swing around him, You know, he was my number one guy. When Jason was in elementary school, his dad decided to move the family to the U.S. And that's when Jason started to notice a change in his dad. He, I think, had been a little depressed because of immigrating, and he became quieter, and it became very difficult to access him. As time went on, he became even more removed— And maybe the most noticeable difference, he started speaking less and less. Jason says that at a certain point, his dad stopped talking altogether. And the guy who used to be the jovial, successful businessman coming home with the bag of ice cream disappeared. His dad is kind of a mystery to him now. Their relationship is completely different. And Jason has hard evidence to prove it. You know how when you go into your phone and you click a person's contact information, Mm -hmm. it shows you the last handful of calls that you've had with one another? Yep. I did that once with my dad, and we had like nine phone calls in the past three, four months, and they were all under a minute long. (laughs) And I guarantee that most of those phone calls were spent with him asking about the weather in New York and me asking about his car. So in a lot of ways, when Jason got a call from his dad about three years ago, it started out like any other. How's the weather? How's the car? But then Jason's dad dropped a bomb. He said, I'm having issues with my Xinjiang which is Korean for kidney. And I was like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? And then he clarified, I have kidney failure. Only 10% of my kidney is working. Suddenly, it's not the usual talk. Jason starts asking questions. Details begin to emerge. It turns out his dad had to go on daily dialysis. He was having trouble walking. He had a rare blood type that made it harder to find a kidney donor. And maybe the most distressing detail of all. He had been ill for quite some time, for the last year and a half, two years. And he had not said a single word. 
Neither had Jason's mom. His parents had been trying to handle everything on their own. And for a while, it had been an easy thing to keep from Jason. He was only home for a couple days here and there at the holidays, and the symptoms of his dad's disease hadn't been bad enough to be visible. But now things had gotten to a point where they couldn't hide it anymore. And his parents don't speak very much English, so they needed help managing the treatment. That's when Jason's dad finally made the call to his only son. Jason hangs up the phone, and he's just stunned. On top of not knowing about his father's illness, he realizes he doesn't know anything about kidney failure, period. And so, he gets to studying. He starts learning about finding an organ donor, how transplant surgery works. And eventually, he calls up his own doctor and says, I want to get tested to see if I'm a match. So he starts the long process. Getting blood work, filling out forms. And urine tests. So you have to pee into a plastic container for 24 hours. So I remember having to carry the bags (laughs) on the two train and thinking, oh, wow, this is my life. I'm carrying around my own pee on the two train during rush hour. And that is the most disgusting thing I've ever done. And I hope that no one notices. To be fair, it probably wasn't the most disgusting thing on that two train. (laughs) You're probably right. After months of waiting, he gets a call from his doctor who tells him that I am almost a perfect match to donate my kidney. Suddenly, everything was different. The situation went from, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I was a match, to, oh, I can save my father's life. So I remember receiving this news and shaking. And I picked up my phone and I called my dad, but my mom picked up. And I said, I'm a match. Mom, I'm a match. Dad's going to be fine. And she started hysterically crying. And then she handed the phone to my dad. And he listened to the news, and he got very, very quiet. And then he said, okay. Now, okay can mean a lot of things. Okay, this is a lot of information to process. Okay, great. I'm so grateful that you're a match. Give me your kidney. Okay, what do we do now? But what Jason came to realize is that when his dad said okay, what he really meant was no. No way am I taking your kidney. And we're not talking about him saying no one time. The last year and a half of my life has been me trying to convince my dad to take my kidney. And it happens everywhere. We'll be out eating ramen, and I'll be like, so about this kidney, Dad, what do you think? We'll be walking down the street, and I'll say, so you know that I could still give you my kidney, right? And at this point, it feels like I'm doing an ongoing bit. And always the answer is no. I never know why. And he won't say. Sometimes he sits his dad down, looks him in the eye, and really pleads his case that taking his kidney is the only option. He talks about a time when his dad came to see a performance of one of his plays. The next morning at breakfast, Jason brought up the kidney. I said to him, don't you want to see more of my plays? Don't you want to see my grandchildren? I want you to be there the day that I get married. I want to give you that. And he took that in, 
And he nodded, and he didn't say anything else. Jason has spent years trying to make sense of what seems like a backward situation. Son offers kidney, dad says no, and on top of it all, his mom refuses to take sides. It makes Jason feel like the real reason his dad says no, the something everyone is refusing to talk about, is really, really bad. And he has a theory on what that real reason is. The ongoing narrative in my head is that since the day that I came out, I can't do anything right, including donating an organ. When did you come out to him? There was never a press release, but when I was a teenager watching a movie dubbed over in Korean, I think it was Hot Shots or some terrible movie, and there was a scene where Charlie Sheen was having sex in a limousine. And obviously the whole thing was shot to reveal and focus on the woman in the scene, and she was, like, wearing this slinky dress and had this... In my imagination, she's wearing white fur and is very sexy and has blonde hair. And I could only pay attention to Charlie Sheen. And I remember watching that and pointing that out to him and saying, oh, Charlie Sheen's very handsome. (laughs) And I think I was like seven years old or something. Jason remembers this as the moment both he and his dad realized he might be gay. And a couple years later, when he was a teenager, Jason felt sure. When I told myself and realized that I'm gay, I remember sitting in my car in St. Louis and hysterically crying. And at the time, I didn't know what I was crying about. But looking back, I think it's that my dad always said I was his perfect son. And I knew in that moment that I was no longer his perfect son. And that was crushing to me. He told his parents he thought he was attracted to boys. They did not take him seriously. They assumed it was a phase, so they refused to talk about it, or they would change the subject if it came up. They basically took Jason's gayness. And then buried under the rug is almost too soft a term. They, they dug a hole in the ground to subterranean earth and shoved that information in there and refused to acknowledge it. But when he went off to college, his identity became impossible to ignore. His sophomore year, he had a medical emergency and passed out. He woke up in a hospital bed with his mom standing by his side. She had flown to New York. At first, he was relieved. And then he was horrified. I remember thinking, oh, this is bad. And then we went back to my dorm, and on my dorm, there were just posters of all these men that I was in love with. And I remember she looked at the wall and looked at me and looked at the wall and looked at me, and I think she realized then, like, oh, he's not kidding. This is real. Jason felt like he had become so many things his parents did not want. Gay instead of straight, a writer instead of a doctor or a lawyer— And all of it had been easy for his parents to just not think about. But he knew in that moment that his mother would go home and tell his dad what happened, what she had seen. From there, it felt like his father's silence changed from a quirk into a sign of deep disapproval. Calls to the house became shorter, less frequent. He visited home less often. And thinking about all those years of silence, it adds up to one conclusion— 
the fact that he has a lifeline that he won't take. I wonder if that means in his head that my kidney represents all the bad things he sees in his son. And he's worried that by receiving it, he'll become bad. Jason Kim in Some of Perfect Son from Nancy, hosted by Tobin Lowe and Kathy Too and produced for WNYC Studios by Matt Collette and Jeremy Bloom. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.